Hey everyone, it's the Bling Vera podcast for Thursday, June 29th, 2023. I'm your host, Bling Vera. Let's get into some AP News headlines, shall we? French police officer faces voluntary homicide charge after the deadly shooting of a 17-year-old. Nanterre, France, AP, a police officer in a Paris suburb, has been handed a preliminary charge of voluntary homicide after the deadly shooting of a 17-year-old that triggered two nights of riots. French prosecutors said Thursday, Nanterre prosecutor Pascal Proche said his initial investigation led him to conclude the conditions for the legal use of the weapon were not met. With jumping in a car and shooting a 17-year-old kid? Yeah, I'd say so. That sounds about right. Under French law, preliminary charges mean investigating judges have strong reason to suspect wrongdoing but allow time for further investigation before a decision is made in order to send the case to trial. The killing of the teen, identified only by his first name, Nahale, no, it's changed, Nahale, Nahale, came during a traffic stop Tuesday. The incident captured on video shocked the country and stirred up long, simmering tensions between police and young people in housing projects and other disadvantaged neighborhoods. No shit. EU leaders to assess Putin's position in talks with NATO and Ukraine chief, chiefs. Try it again. Hold on a sec. I'm distracted by all the freaking gray tailed crackles. EU leaders to assess Putin's position in talks with NATO and Ukraine chiefs at summit. Brussels AP NATO chief Jen Stoltenberg. And Ukraine President Vladimir Zelensky took the center stage at Thursday's European Union summit, underscoring the importance of the 27 EU leaders attached to protecting their eastern flank from Russian aggression and beefing up Ukraine's defense capabilities. Zelensky was set to address the gathering by video link, and Stolenberg attended an early lunch at the spring summit for leaders. The biggest seat at the table is reserved for something that's not officially on the agenda, the fallout from the stunning weakened mutiny in Russia and the impact that it has on the role of the rule of President Vladimir Putin. The mutiny we saw at the weekend demonstrates that there are cracks and division within the Russian system. At the same time, it's important to underline that these are internal Russian matters, said Stolenberg on arrival at summit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it means, you guys. It, there's a bunch of cracks. You guys are about to win it. Here comes that cute cat. Here comes that cute cat. We're recording outside again. It's not Friday, but we're recording outside just because I don't want to go inside. I don't care anymore. I say, let the beds feed the beds and top in the bag. Sounds like Jurassic Park over here. Belarus leader welcomes... (laughs) Jesus Christ. Why am I right all the time? I'm telling you I'm right all the time and it sucks. Belarus leader welcomes Wagner forces, but others in the country see them as a threat. Yeah, who are the others in the country? I wonder who they are. As life in Russia returned to normal after an armed rebellion by a mercenary group, tensions were rising in and around its neighbors, Belarus, where the exiled leader of the force and some of its fighters were settling in. Settling settling in quite comfortably, I, I imagine. Moving to Belarus was part of the deal the Kremlin struck with Brigazin head of the Wagner private military company, to end last weekend's rebellion that rattled Russia's leadership. Brigazin and his fighters that escaped prosecution were offered refuge in Belarus by authorities. Yeah, conveniently enough. That doesn't sit well with the Belarusian opposition and the guerrilla activists who called Wagner fighters a threat to the Belarusian people and the country's independence and promised action. We're categorically against stationing Russian mercenaries in Belarus and preparing a warm welcome to Wagner, Wagnerites in Belarus said some guy. 
leader of the something, guerrilla group of former military members speaking, they were in Baltic countries, also expressed concerns about how this would affect regional security in a joint statement Wednesday. Parliament speakers in Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania urged the European Union to label Wagner a terrorist organization. The emergence of the Wagner mercenary group in Belarus could make the security situation on the eastern borders of NATO and the EU even more precarious. The statement read, yeah, well, this world is so freaking upside down and backwards. Everyone's so stupid these days. And why am I so enlightened? I wish I knew. Australian prosecutor says former Israeli principal feigned mental illness to avoid extradition. Hmm. Shocker. Canberra, Australia, AP, a former principal of an Australian Jewish school feigned mental illness in a seven-year battle to avoid extradition on child sex abuse charges, prosecutor said Thursday. Malka Leifer fought her extradition in Jerusalem courts from 2014 until 2021 when she was flown from Israel with her ankles and wrists shackled. Leifer appeared Thursday in the Victoria State County Court for the second day of a sentencing hearing after she was convicted in an April of convicted in April of sexually abusing two students between 2003 and 2007. Yeah, four years. While she was principal of Melbourne's ultra-Orthodox Adas Israel School for Girls. Prosecutor Justin Lewis told Judge Mark Gamble that Leifer deserved less credit in her sentence for time she spent in custody and under house arrest in her native Israel because she had improperly frustrated and delayed the extradition proceedings. The District Court of Jerusalem ruled she was fit to stand trial and had been pretending to be mentally ill in order to avoid extradition. Three judges of the Supreme Court of Israel unanimously agreed she could be prosecuted. Two psychiatrists appointed by the Jerusalem District Psychiatrist report to the District Court in February 2018 that Leifer did not suffer from a mental illness in the legal sense and was feigning her psychiatric condition in order to prevent her extradition to Australia. A second assessment, which included a third psychiatrist appointed by the Jerusalem District Psychiatrist, also concluded that Leifer was feigning mental illness. That's all the news that I have for you today. But this... This is a bonus episode. I've got some Phoenix Chronicles along with a lot of other stuff. So it's a long one. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Blah, 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 blah. Even the wind. The Wind Blows by All American Rejects is probably their best song. And it's a good song. It's almost like, it's almost like 90s. It sounds so good. The Wind Blows by All American Rejects. Link in the description. Yeah. Got some boner content, some boner material. I don't care what time it is. It's always time to wet your whistle. It's always time to hydrate. With 7-Up and Sprite, that is. No matter what time in the morning, 4 o'clock, 6.30, 7. Unless you got to do something for the state, then you can't drinky. But my point was that there... So I found this... There's there's a great telegraphical out here. And that's why we started recording. That, that's, it's because I was saying, like... When God created the great tail grackle, he's just like, I'm going to make the most annoying-ass animal in the world. And it's like, it's not going to be cute. It's not going to do cute things. It's not going to be like a cute cat. It's not going to be like that cute cat over there, is it? That cute cat. That freaking cute cat. The cat yesterday, it rolled on its back and its little paws. Its little paws did like, you know, when they put their little floppy paws down. They flop their paws down. But it's on its back and it's just all cute. It's like smiling at me. Look at you freaking cat. I used to hate that cat. I used to freaking hate that cat. I used to be like, go away, cat, go away. And now I'm always like, there's that cute cat. There's that cute cat. 
what changed? Uh, uh, <laughs> what changed is like I, I realized how precious life is and like how I've been mean to the animals. I, and, I, and I've been mean to the animals. Like I don't I had so much like hatred and, and anger in my heart that and I still do. Don't get me wrong. But it like I'd compromised my morals and stuff and started eating meat again. And, and like I, I love the taste of meat, dude, but my body can't handle it anymore. Like I get physically sick when I eat meat. It sucks. It sucks. Because, like, a carne asada burrito from Filiberto's is so freaking good. There's, like, guacamole. I guess it costs, like, 12 bucks. It's, like, a $12 burrito. But it's so good. The junkyard owner, he's always like, yeah, I got your carne asada burrito. It's, like, twelve fifty, And I was like, uh, like, okay, I'll pay you back. He's like, no, I don't. So it's fine. It's like, thank you. Mouth's all full of freaking carne asada steak and guacamole. It's, dude, it, if you can eat meat, might I recommend the carne asada burrito from Filiberto's? It's so good. And so I started trying to eat that. I was like forcing myself to eat it. I can kind of eat beef corn dogs somehow. Somehow. But I can't eat chicken corn dogs. I can't eat meat. I, I can't. I get sick. My body physically... Get those freaking blackbirds the hell out of here. So like what changed with me and the cat was... <laughs> It's so hard to it's so hard to focus and concentrate when they're doing the screeds in the background, and I'm surrounded by them. <laughs> I can't do it, dude. It's like I realized how mean I was being to the animals, and like how mean I was being in life and stuff. And I'm still I'm still mean. I'm still like mean spirited at this point. I'm still like it's a freaking bird. I'm totally alone and I'll probably live like a solitary life in a freaking curmudgeon, a freaking recluse, a recluse life for like the rest of my life, right? Like PTSD, all that stuff from all the stuff that's happened from being in Phoenix. No lie, dude. I've got PTSD. I have nightmares like every single night. I can't sleep. It sucks. It sucks. Like I got ruined out here. I really did as a human being. I got ruined. I compromised my morals, started eating meat. I didn't eat meat for years, and I came out here, like, decades. Over a decade, not decades, it's still over a decade. But I had so much, like, aggression and anger and hatred and, like, everything in my heart was, like, black and mean and mean-spirited and, like, hopeless. I was totally hopeless, and I still am, but, like, it happened a few months ago, and I... I had probably a little bit too much to drink, too many 7-Up and Sprites. Yeah, confession time. This is some real bonus content, isn't it? Okay, well, I was trying to record those... The Great Tell Grackle right there. I was trying to record that stupid bitch. <laughs> stupid fucking birds. And, like, I, I was just, like really mean to the cat and i didn't beat the cat I, I, but like i would be eating a can of sardines which i think i can still kind of eat sardines but i i just want to be vegetarian I, I can't it's not worth it getting sick i hate being sick so like i was really every time the cat would kind of come towards me I'd like go away go away cat go away and i'd like yell at it and that's it i wouldn't spit on it i wouldn't kick it i wouldn't i i kind of nip at its tail i'd do the scissor fingers scissor sisters i do the scissor fingers and like just kind of like 
you know, here, I got your tail. But I wouldn't pull on its tail. I wouldn't do that. I'd just do like little scissors on its tail. You cut, you know, cut your little tail off. But that's it. And it would go meow. It doesn't like its tail. I think it got hit by a car a long time ago, like years ago. And it like miraculously survived. But it's like lower, it's rear body, it's hind legs and tail. It's in pain constantly, I think. Because he sits down weird too. He sits down really slow. It almost looks like he's going to the bathroom. And it's like he's just sitting down. So something happened. And like the way he walks is very like slow and... um but I've seen him skip across the lawn, too, at night. I've seen him skip across. He he usually will eat stuff and pass out the entire day the next day. If he... Freaking bird. <laughs> Dude, I, I hate him so much. I'm starting to like him now, I think. It's right there at the top, and it's looking right at me. It's looking at me, Ray. It's looking at me, Ray. It's... But what changed was, like... I woke up one morning and I was like, why am I being so mean to these animals? And like, I hated, I hated the goats. I've been very indifferent about the chickens. I've never really liked or disliked the chickens. I hate getting the eggs out of the hen house. I hate it because it's so like the chicken shit on their eggs, man. They shit on their eggs. They do. They do. They're like roosting on their eggs and they'll just shit on top of their eggs and it's like yeah and then they'll shit so much that the eggs will just be like on top of shit is that's their nest it's just a bunch of chicken shit it's like oh damn that's kind of gross <laughs> like it's actually really gross isn't it so you can clean out the things and i remember the junkyard owner gave me you know a little bit of cash he's like i got a job for you it's like yeah it was right when it started to get like start started to get hot get started to get hot Get that gray tail grackle, <clears throat> nice and clear, crystal clear. Hey, can you give me a can you give me a scurrit? Hey, can you? Hey, can you give me a scurrit? Can you give me a? Yeah, that that's a good one. There you go. Can you give me another one? Can you give me a scurrit? Scurrit. Give me a scurrit. There you go. So, yeah, the, <laughs> the freaking animal whisperer, right? The freaking gray-tailed grackle whisperer, like, yeah, they can communicate. They're way more intelligent than you think. Give me another scurrit. Huh? One more scurrit. All right. Nuts, right? Nuts. So, I don't like, I was indifferent about the chickens the whole time. I didn't like them, disliked them, doesn't make a difference. I didn't. I, I didn't like getting the eggs, though, because it's so dirty. Sometimes the eggs have, like, yellow stuff on top. Like, is this yolk? Or is this, like, chicken piss? What is this? And it's like, well, there's no broken eggs, so it can't be yolk. But it's like, what's this yellow stuff? Duh. Yuck. You'll never eat hard-boiled eggs the same, right? Well, technically, if anything gets over 165 degrees, it should be fine, bacteria-wise. But, yeah. COVID-19 wet market so I was never mean to the chickens but I was really mean to the goats and I was really mean to the cat the dogs eh. no there there's the dogs one doesn't like one doesn't like anybody it's fat 
and one doesn't one's kind of like shy and kind of like nervous all the time but there's another one that's either really mean or really sweet and if you get on its sweet side it kind of skips around it's a cute freaking freaking dog cutest little dog so i was never mean to i would i would tease them i'd do the same thing if i if they weren't paying attention i do the scissor thing on their tails i just let go i wouldn't pull on their tail i just do a little dip it doesn't hurt like if you how much pressure can you put if you're doing scissors with your fingers how much pusher pressure how much pressure can you put on your arm doing scissors you can't not not a whole lot and so that's as, that's the maximum amount of pressure you can put on a tail and that's not and and, and it's not like i'm doing it as hard as like like oh i got the tail i got your tail it's just like eh, a little nip on the tail a little scissors cut the tail off oh, get this little nip your tail off and they tuck their tail under and they go, <laughs> freaking stupid. But goats, the goats are so ill-behaved and they're very bad goats. Uh, the neighbor's goats don't behave anywhere near the misbehave, misbehavior of, of the goats here. They're, it's a night and day difference. The neighbor's goats, they'll, they'll so goats are interesting creatures to me really um i've 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 watched their behavior and i i watch how they i guess communicate with each other and, and what they do and how they do it and there's some that are more aggressive and i've talked about this in length in previous episodes but it's interesting because they're so freaking greedy they're so greedy excuse me This is bonus content, isn't it? AP News. AP News. Goddamn mosquitoes, dude. God damn it. We'll fly around. Oh, did I get one? No. There's weird flies over here. They're like green and stuff. Like little green flies. I don't know, dude. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the goats over there, they are all like well-behaved and they, they you know they want they're greedy here and there i'll throw some sticks or some um, grass and some weeds over the little fence and because they see the, the goats are very intelligent too just like the great-tailed grackle you they see you like pulling weeds or they see you mowing the lawn or cutting grass and then they come trotting over and they're meh, meh. And there's a cute one a little white just a tiny little white one it's like a pygmy a, a pygmy goat but it's a little white one. It's not an albino, I don't think. I don't think it's an albino. It almost looks... It might be albino, actually. It doesn't have pink eyes, though. It's got blue eyes. It's a little goat with blue... Anyway. It, it, the, it, meh. I can't even do it. It's a high-pitched... It's higher... Meh. 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 That's like that. It's kind of like that. But it's even higher-pitched. Meh. <laughs> it's so cute, dude. And you can't... It, you can't not feed it grass or weeds or whatever. And, and you kind of, you don't just throw it at them. You kind of like, you guys want some of this? Is this poisonous for you? Or they just start eating it. They don't care. You feed them tinfoil and they'll eat it. Not that I've ever done that. But the, what the, my point is thus, they'll start to like meander around against the fence and they push their weight on the fence they put all their weight on the fence and they do that 
all around the perimeter of the fence. And, and what they're doing, it looks like they're just scratching the sides. It looks innocent enough, right? They're just, oh, I got an itch, I got to scratch it. What they're doing is they're trying to find weak spots in the, in the fencing. And once they find that weak spot, they don't, they just kind of pass by it. But then they'll turn around and then they'll scratch the other side of, of, their, of their body on the fence. And then they'll turn around and scratch it. They'll focus on this weak spot and just pretend like they're rubbing the sides of their... But what they're doing is trying to escape. They're trying to get out. And once they find that weak spot and you've got multiple goats and they all start like just kind of massaging themselves. On the, it looks like they're just having an itch. But they're all concentrated in one spot. They find the weak spot and they do it. And they just go one right and then left and then right and left. And they then they escape and you got a bunch of bad goats. And you got a bunch of baby goats after that. A bunch of baby goats now. Got a bunch of... I got a bunch of baby goats now. I got a bunch of baby goats somehow. Bunch of baby goats. God damn these baby goats. Seven, eight, nine, twelve. God damn it all to hell. Got a bunch of baby goats. God damn these baby goats. Got a bunch of baby goats. God damn these baby goats. I got a bunch of baby goats now. That's how you get them, though. That's how it happens. And the neighbor's goats, I see them doing the thing on the fence, but they never escape. Whether the, the, the neighbor's engineering is better or... looks like the fencing is a different type of fence, actually. It's a different type of watch. What is it with the Apple iWatch Pro? Who, why would you ever wear one of those? When I was... Andy Rooney, everyone. When I, when I was a professional, when I first came to 60 Minutes... I would dig through the trash and get water bottles and fill them up with the water that we get for free with tap water. And I couldn't tell the difference. I would go to the women's bathroom and go to the trash cans and get water bottles out of the trash. And I'd fill it up with tap water and I couldn't taste a difference. What is it with mail? Why does mail take three days to deliver? Email. What's email? What is email? It's bonus content. It's bonus material. Yeah, and I've only had... I've only had... Two seven up in Sprite so far. Wasn't that funny though? How the Blackbird was, the Great Tail Grackle was responding to us. Like, can I get another screech? And it's all it flew off. But usually I chase them around. Usually they that that's why they're not close anymore. They'll sneak up as close as they can. That one was closer. And usually I, I throw something at them or I clap or do something and I scare them out. It's it's futile. I need an air gun. I need an air gun. Anyway, so my point again is thus uh, I was really mean to the animals. And like when the baby ones would sneak through the fence, the baby goats, they'd sneak through the fence and get on the other side. They still do too. They still get on the other side. All of them. They'll find a weak spot and they'll all just go trotting, just like. And, and it's it like human behavior and goat behavior is so similar, except with goat behavior, it's like primitive. 
And so they all go trotting through thinking like the, the grass is greener. It's like it's not. It's the same. If anything, it's like the, the pasture here that the goats graze on is probably a lot greener because it's been fertilized by these freaking goats like constantly. A constant fertilization and it just constantly uh, improves the soil and stuff and they're, they're always constantly eating it so the grass is always constantly trying to grow and it just there's no lawnmower in the back there's no anything and it's a pretty good sized field of grass and they keep it they keep it short they just eat it all but for some reason when they get they they think that they can sneak through the fence and when they sneak through the fence that in their mind it's like oh this grass is better like keeping up with the Joneses kind of thing. Like this grass tastes better. This gra- Oh, this grass is much better. It's like not, it's the same grass, if not worse. Like the grass over here is, it's, the grass over here is actually greener. It's hotter over there. It's like, I don't know. It, it, it actually is hotter over there. There's like a bunch of metal and stuff. It's a junkyard, man. There's a bunch of like steel. just publish a bonus episode with no AP news at nah I'm gonna start doing AP news headlines again even if the even if the the episode's like 10 minutes five minutes long then yeah I'll publish this one the bonus content yeah yeah but like I woke up one morning it was after the full moon or um it must have been right at the beginning of June, I think the last full moon was June 3rd, wasn't it? It might have been in May. Uh, it was probably back in May, actually. I think the full moon in May was May 8th, was it? 7th, 6th? I don't Who cares? It got weird anyways. I got super weird. But I woke up in the trailer, in the RV. Hey, great told Grackle. Do you have anything to add about that? No? Yeah? just to be annoying just to be a bitch that's what they do um ooh, ooh, yeah oh yeah dude i got stuff to say about this <laughs> this cooler too now mm, ooh, oh yeah <laughs> stupid bird oh there it goes flying off could you shut up? Ba-oo. Okay, sorry about that noise. Excuse me for the noise. So I woke up after the full moon. And like just something had changed. I had this I had this feeling that like the full moon is a vessel for, for like spiritual energy. And it only happens once a month. And I was like, I have this like, I had like a spiritual experience as, as crazy as that's, as, as crazy as that might sound. Like the full moon brought this change in me. And the next morning I was like, I don't want to hurt the animals anymore. I don't want to, I don't want to be mean to the animals anymore. And like, except for the freaking great tailed grackles, I'll freedom to the freaking cat if they don't shut up. Okay, I don't want to be mean to the animals except for the great tailed grackle. Yeah, stand corrected. 
yeah, beg your pardon. It, it was weird. It was weird. And all of a sudden it was like, I can go out there. So check this out. I could probably do it right now, but I don't want to. I can just give you guys the call. And it goes like this. I can do that call. And the goats just come running across the field. They come trotting over. It's And now I'm like, man, I like the goats now. It's And, and I hated the goats. I hated the goats. All the bunch of bad goats, dude. They try and find holes in the fence. They're always trying to sneak through. And every day it's the same. And it's just like human behavior. And like, I'm sure police have the... Excuse me. I'm sure police have like the same feeling where it's just like every day it's the same. You break the law, you get in trouble. You get your ass beat. We're going to shoot. We're going to tase you if you don't... Free. Every day people are speeding and trying to go in the the carpool lane with just one person. Every day we got to fucking teach them a lesson. Every fucking day. And the people keep just breaking the law and they keep trying to sneak through the fence and they're just stealing stuff and they're just... I hate people. I'm going to beat the next person that steals something. And you get that way with the goats. When it's just being bad all the time, it's like I'm going to beat the next freaking... Excuse me, no lie. So there's a couple gates, there's a couple fences, there's food on one side, and you got to keep the goat. Hold on, let me get rid of this great tilt rack over here. I can't, I can't stand the sound of its fucking cackling and screaming. Actually, at this point, notice how it shuts up when I get close, and off it flies off. You just throw a stick. Just throw a stick at it and fly off. What's it even cackling about? I don't know. There's no nest over there. It's just making a racket. Look how close I am to him, guys. Look how close I am to him. He's talking and we're trying to ruin his podcast. And who cares? Some people, it is a big deal. But there's a, a, a gate and a fence that separates the food from the other, from the pasture, from, from the pasture pastor it separates everything and so they they come trotting through and even still kind of recently i'd say like i, I love the goats now are my favorite best friends like not really because now when they come trotting through i'm like okay let's close the gate let's find out how if they came in through the gate sometimes i'll close the gate and i'll just spray them with the hose and they all go man they, they go running around thinking like something has changed like, oh, we, we snuck through the gate. We snuck through the gate. We got sprayed yesterday when we snuck through the gate, but maybe we can sneak through the gate today and not get sprayed. And then they realize all the food's covered up and there's no food. And then the, they go, meh, meh. They start to, and then go back to the gate. The gate's closed. And it's like, yeah, now you guys get sprayed. That's the extent of it, though. And even then, I kind of just like, okay, and I'll get the hose and I'll, I won't even turn it on sometimes. Ah, oh, well. They they just start they just all trot out when I grab the hose they all just go oh he's got the hose he's got the hose and go running out the gate but they know it's bad they know that they're not supposed to sneak through the gate now there is one particular goat that always sneaks through it's my favorite one and and it, the term scapegoat 
They'll, they'll send one through, you go chasing after the one scapegoat, and then they all come in and steal the food. If it's not covered up. It's covered up now. So, the scapegoat is now my best friend because I know that how that feels, being a scapegoat. Being like the one who gets like, oh, why don't you go to Phoenix? <laughs> why don't you go to Phoenix and be homeless there instead of homeless in Salt Lake with, you know, resources and uh, like kind of a, a core values, a mission plan. Instead of doing that, like a, a, instead of being homeless as an experiment in Salt Lake, why don't you be home, actually homeless for real in Phoenix without a sleeping bag or with, without anything? <laughs> no money, no phone, no resources, no anything. You don't know anybody. <laughs> so why don't you go to Phoenix and be homeless there and try that out? We're just trying to help. I don't think so. I, I would disagree. Being homeless in Salt Lake, I was a lot better off. Well, you sounded paranoid and so it's just shut up. Just shut up. So I know how it feels to be a scapegoat. To be blamed for something and just like, yeah, well. Spit on each other, yeah. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I was gonna go to Subway yesterday, but I don't think yeah, I don't think no. Anyway. I was gonna go to that subway. Do you guys take EBT cards? <laughs> Seriously, man. I know how did my life come to this? Well, you're gonna have to ask my brother and some other people about how my life came to this. <laughs> Cause it was not it was not me. I didn't do shit. <laughs> Honestly. I didn't do shit, man. I didn't do anything besides just have like a couple beers. I didn't punch anyone. I didn't hit anyone. I didn't do anything. I didn't kick any holes in the wall. I didn't punch any holes in the wall. I didn't do anything, dude. I didn't do anything. And people are like, yeah, well, tell it to the judge. It's like, wow, holy shit. I hate Arizona. Oh, there's a couple cactus wrens. Cactus wrens are my favorite bird, actually. They are. They're my favorite bird. I love to see them. They don't the the song the the sound signature of a of a cactus wren is not very pleasing. <laughs> it's actually pretty grating. It's it's very similar to the Barbary dove. It's similar to Gayota, but the the way that cactus wrens fly. It's very graceful and it's very elegant. And I, I think that's the reason why that they are the Arizona State bird, the cactus wren. And you'll notice when they fly that they have white stripes on their on their wings. And it almost looks like like a fighter jet kind of when they fly. And so I, I love seeing cactus wrens. There's they're they're very abundant here and they're they're territorial too. They don't back down to the great tailed grackle either. I always see the, the cactus wrens either chasing a great-tailed grackle or being chased by a great-tailed grackle. It's always a kind of a back and forth. The great-tailed grackles outnumber the cactus wren population by uh, significantly uh, because I would argue that the great-tailed grackle is not a very social bird. Can we get a, a airplane sound effects in here, guy? John Guy? Can we get the airplane in the background? So 
anyway, what ended up happening this that that morning? Maybe it was. The, I don't think it was beginning of May. I think it was around May. Is um, I just was like, I'm gonna stop being mean to the goats. And when the baby goats sneak through, I I still will like spray them down with the hose. I'll still try and like teach them a lesson. And it's not I don't beat them. I don't. I just kind of spray them with the hose. And it. That might sound mean because the goats don't like the water at all. It's almost like cats. They're almost like cats where if you spray a cat with water, it's like... But cats could use a bath. I know this cat could use a bath. We're never going to spray it with water. We're never going to give it a bath. But it, it certainly could use a bath. It really could. Um, the goats need need baths too i think and so that's my excuse is like i'm giving i'm giving the baby goats a bath and really i kind of am because the one scapegoat the mama goat that sneaks through her babies are the ones are epigenetics um or just genetically programmed the the mom the scapegoat always sneaks through always it's always the same goat and her babies are always doing the same thing except they're trying to find holes in the fence and they do because they're so small and they just wiggle through it It, it's crazy and it's always the same two goats and it's always the two goats that are the the mama goat baby mom scapegoat like that group of girls out there in phoenix they call me mama it's like okay I know what you're up to. I know who you are. I know what actor you look like. So we're not going to play any games. I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? We're not going to come over and drink with you. I'm just like, I have, look, I'm just trying to figure out what's like where I am and like what's going on. <laughs> fuck. So you better just get your ass down to the shelter because we're all onto your game. We all know who you are. Do you know who I am? They call me Mama. Oh, yeah. Where are you from, Salt Lake? Oh, oh, he's from Salt Lake. Oh, it's like, like I was sent there to can keep tabs on Mama. It's like, no, I don't know who you are, actually. You got designer boots on. Yeah, okay. And you shave your legs. Oh, he shaves his legs. He's got designer boots. It's like, I don't think they're designer boots. They're just high-quality boots that I got from the thrift store. Can we get another... um, Can we get another airplane sound effect over here, sound guy? It's the sound effects of the airplane going overhead. Sound effects guy. Can we get the airplane? get an airplane the sound effects eh dude that group of girls was mean and one of them was super cute too <laughs> they dude those girls over there were mean <clears throat> they were and it was like 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 tense of girls like it was there was no guys around at all 
I wonder and it was and they weren't lesbian mules either. They didn't look like lesbian mules. They they were like mama did mama probably looked okay at one point probably before she had like 10 puppies. The other one though, she was gorgeous. And like like demure, like very like almost like an angel. But mean as shit, though. <laughs> like, they're all mean, dude. Those girls were all mean. And I was just, I was confused of where I was. I was, yeah. I didn't have anything. I didn't have shit, dude. I had a jacket from the bus stop. And dude, there are so many nice people out there at the, at the food trucks, though, that they would see me and I'd just be like, can you help me out with food? And they wouldn't even speak, they didn't even speak English. They all spoke Spanish. And I was like, can you help me out with some food? Can you do something? And, and he, would, he would just point at me and he'd just nod his head. And he'd go, give him some tacos, like tacos. And he'd point at me. And I'd say like, oh, gracias, gracias. And like, um, uh, the woman seemed to like stay away from me, the one server. And it was good food, man. And I, that's when I started eating meat. Because I was like, what am I going to do? Like, no, no, I'm a vegetarian. I'm too hungry to eat. <laughs> I'm, I'm, too, I'm too broke to afford any food. But I'm a vegetarian, so I can't eat this. I can't eat these delicious steak tacos. Um, the woman was like, kept her distance from me, like noticeably. Like when she handed me the plate, she was like kind of standing. I was like, do I do I smell that bad, or like is it that bad? Um, it was. It sucked out there, dude. And, and like, the post traumatic stress that I got from the police and everything that happened from the police a couple times either in Gilbert or in Phoenix like they have like compounding lasting effects on my my emotional psyche (laughs) that's one thing but just being out there and and experiencing that kind of it's like discrimination but it's like a valid discrimination right like a homeless junkie is coming up asking for food and asking your customers for food and it's like, get out of here, dude. Like, stop. Like, like the cat. Like the cute cat. And it's like, get out of here, man. Like, stop begging for food. Stop bothering my customers. My paying customers. But they would feel sympathy for me. They would. And, and almost like, well, every time. Not almost every time. Every single time. Even when there wasn't um, somebody paying I would so I would sometimes go go up to a food truck and just ask for food and they would give it to me they would give me the most delicious food it was a very small portion yeah albeit a very small portion but it's not like you is this all you're gonna give me is this all you're gonna dude I was so grateful for any food that I got from a food truck and they never spoke English they didn't speak English. It was always in Spanish, and I, I could navigate around in Spanish out there, um, pretty well. Surprisingly, I would just say like poquito or, um, which means I think a little bit, uh, like poquito comida is what I'd say. And I don't know if that's it's like broken. It's like broken English, broken Spanish. Like poquito comida, please, por favor, please. Um, and they could see like I I'm not healthy. They could see like I'm emaciated and I'm I'm dirty and I've got like cuts on my face from being beat up and stuff. And they 
they'd give me food. I once found a, a Michelob Ultra in an alleyway. I don't know how long it had been there for, but it wasn't open, and I freaking slammed it, man. <laughs> yeah, it was hot. It was warm. I don't know how long it had been there for, but I needed it. It was just like this unopened bottle of Michelob Ultra. And it could have been there for uh, a day or two, but it could have been there for a couple of weeks. I didn't care. I just freaking slammed it. I remember thinking, like, why did I do that? But it gave me enough energy to go to the Circle K. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I learned how to steal out there. And I was pretty good at it. Um, sucked. It sucked. And then I went to a bus stop after that. And this dude, he said, like, you're sitting on my stuff. Like you sat on the bus stop and you're sitting on my stuff. And I was like, I didn't sit on your stuff. And he was like this big, like, black dude, right? Like a tall black dude. He was, like, big and muscular. And he was trying to intimidate me. He's like, you're sitting on my shit, bro. I was like, I'm not sitting on your shit, dude. I didn't sit on your shit. I was like, your shit's all along the bench here. And I needed somewhere to sit. So I didn't, and I didn't sit on your stuff. He's like, you sit on my shit, bro. I was like, I didn't. He was like, what are you going to do, fight me? And I was anxious. I was anxious to box someone. <laughs> I was. I still haven't boxed anyone in between yet when I learned how to box and stuff. But, like, I was anxious. I was like, let's see if this dude can keep up with me. And he was bigger than I was and he was stronger than I was. I was like, let's see if this motherfucker can <laughs> see this. But he was trying to intimidate me. He's a big, tall, black dude. It's like, I'm not scared of you, dude. And I didn't sit on your stuff. And then he ended up giving me the most delicious, like, beef and, like, peas. And he's like, once he realized I wasn't scared of him, and once he realized I wasn't, like, uh, a threat or doing, like, trying to steal his stuff or whatever, I kind of told him my story. Um, he gave me what he was eating and it was like peas and like the most delicious meat and it was all, it was all like organic. And he talked about how he just got free food from this place. It was like an Asian diner. He says, yeah, they, they started just giving me free food and stuff from there. Cause I, I don't know what his association with it. And then he gave me five bucks before he got on the bus he gave me five bucks. He's like, here you go, man. Good luck. And I was like, thanks. I'm glad I didn't have to... I'm glad you didn't have to kick my ass, you know? Seriously. And I got a free pair of socks. I started walking. And there was this, like... Um, I was down there, I guess, by the jail or Van Buren or wherever. I don't know where I was. Van Buren and, like, 27th Avenue or something like that. I don't know. Out there. And... um there was this like uh, um, like a trailer that had like um, like workout gear or like um, like like working boots and 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 like um, working clothes. And so I went there and I said, "Do you guys have any have any saw like a trunk show? I guess you call it a trunk show. It was like a trunk show and." 
I said, you guys have any socks? And these guys, this like security officer came over and said, hey, you can't be here. You can't be here. And I was like, all right, all right. And they're like, yeah, we got some socks for you. And I was like, see, I can be here. <laughs> security cards and stuff. Like just, I don't know, man. And then I got my ass kicked right after that. I got punched in the face a few times, like right after that. I walked all the way out west trying to get, I don't know. But I got my ass kicked by like this Mexican right after that. I kind of deserved it though. I'm not going to say what I did, but it wasn't bad. What I did wasn't bad, but um, it wasn't horrible. But that's when I learned not to steal from mom and pop shops ever again. Like, don't steal. Don't try and steal from mom and pop shops because you'll get your ass kicked and the police won't even care. You take the law into your own hands. Yeah, they will. You'll get your ass kicked, dude. Because, like, Mexican bought, like, that's where I learned how to box was from a Mexican. And so, like, someone who's better than I am, and I'm just a freaking novice, like, I'm anxious to try my boxing skills, but freaking blindsided me, and I was just like, oh, shit. Yeah. And where did I sleep that night? I slept on the back of a, of a, like, a trailer. Um, what's it called? Like, um, like a big rig. I slept on like the in between in between where the cab the cabin of the of the big rig meets like the trailer of the big rig. I slept in the middle of that that night for a little bit and then I slept in a crate, another wooden crate that I made. Kind of um I, I put some crates together and made like a little shelter and it was cold and uh, i had um i guess i'd stolen a few things to eat um like cookies and stuff i stole some cookies and i slept in the this like little fort that i made out of crates and when i when the sun came up the next morning i was up and i was trying my foot hurt really bad and my head hurt cuz i got freaking beat up and I remember like three cars came down. They said, hey, you can't be here, you need to leave. And I was like, yeah, I'm leaving. And then another car came and said, hey, you can't be here, you need to leave. And I said, yeah, I'm leaving. Another car came by and said, hey, you need to leave. And I just said, fuck you. <laughs> I think it was like, fuck you. Leave me alone <laughs> on the third car. Uh, dude, I was getting my stuff, dude. I was getting ready to leave. I wasn't trying to stay there. But anyway, yeah, the Phoenix Chronicles. From there, I got on the bus. Uh, and I was headed back uh, to, like, downtown Phoenix. But then I got off. Yeah, dude, that was... Um, yeah, and then I walked the rest of the way. I went to a store, another store. I went to, like, a food city or something. Yeah. Got some energy and... Um, Walked downtown, walked a ways downtown, or I might have got back on the bus, I don't remember. But I remember, I do remember being by this Wells Fargo out there and seeing like trucks kind of circling around me. And I was like, those that's cartel, like that's straight up cartel. You can just tell like with the, the style of truck and like the sound of the truck and just... Um, like the tinted windows and stuff and like 
I don't know, you could just tell. It was cartel. And they, like, ran that spot. You know, I wasn't scared of it. I mean, I was kind of doing stuff out there, like, to try to... I think they were keeping track, keeping tabs on me, but they weren't, you know, hey, we're... Hi, we're a cartel. Here's our card. Like, it doesn't work like that. Like, you have to, like, I don't know, perform and stuff. And so they started circling around. I was like, okay, it's time to go. Because it was, like, scary. So I left. And... um I had this, I found it, I guess, this, like, uh, like, satchel to keep food cold in. It's hard to believe, man, that I lived through all that. And, like, thinking about it now, it's hard to, like, process it all. Because, like, like, I was right there, man. Like, I could have, yeah. I could have been gone at any second and no one would have even known or cared. Like, really. And, like, you think about just, like, they could, the cartel could have just driv- just drove by, shot me a few times, and just drove off. And no one would even, like, yeah, well, junkie got shot, you know. They'd eventually find my family, I'm sure. I had, I think, I don't know, I didn't have any ID on me. I got beat up and they stole my ID and stuff. Or at least the police had my ID and they're stupid. Uh, Evidence room or something, I don't know. I didn't have any ID, I had no identification, nothing. Just out there. Like scared and cold and lonely and scared. Just on my own, completely on my own. Just trying to get back to Salt Lake, kind of, but I knew I couldn't leave all my stuff behind here now. It was like, I thought my passport had been stolen, but when I got my stuff back from the police, uh, my passport was there in the thing, in my duffel bag, but all my, like, cards, all my financial stuff was gone. Like, my cards and stuff, my Cash App card and my other cards, my debit card. It's gone. My uh, the key to to my um, um, storage unit in Salt Lake that was gone. It's like, well, where's it at? Was like it was in my bag when the police took it, so I don't know where it went. The police must have jacked it from me. It's not like the police are trying to you know use my debit card anyway, but that sucked. It sucks actually to have gone through that and to have nightmares now. And to, like, look back and to just realize, like, Jesus Christ, like, you were in the shit, man. And it wasn't like, it wasn't like I was, like, I don't know. Like, I look like a junkie. I probably acted like a junkie, I think, to some degree, but I was just out there. It sucked. Like, totally alone. Like, completely alone. And then when you're leaving a place and it's like, hey, you gotta leave, hey, you gotta leave, hey, you gotta leave. It's like, what the fuck is your problem? Can't you see that I'm leaving? Hey, you can't be here. Hey, you can't, well, we work here. You can't be here. It's like, what the fuck? It's this immediate judgment of, like, you don't know where people have been before. You don't know what people are capable of. You don't know what talents are, like, 
I got marooned out here, man. I'm trying to build it back up now, I guess, but I'm pretty deflated. And I'm pretty out of energy. So, I'm not mean to animals anymore, though. I'm nice to them. The cat and the goats, the chickens. I'll be mean to people, though. Especially if they're mean to me. An eye for an eye, right? Isn't that the Christian way? Or is it turn the other cheek? Well, I'm done doing that. Animals don't really know better, but people people do, and people should. And if you're going to ruin someone's life, people have tried to ruin my life in the past, and they failed, and I'm going to make sure that they fail again here. I'll, I'll see to it. I'll make sure it doesn't happen. Because I, I, it happened in the past, and I beat them in the past, so I'm going to beat them again here. I make sure that they pay for it. I make sure that they cry. Make sure that they suffer. It's not, it's it. If you're gonna try and ruin my life, I'm gonna ruin yours. Period. I'll try to ruin yours, and it wasn't. It's not malicious. It's not. It's not personal. It's just like, oh, that's how it goes. You know. You reap what you sow. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are coolest. Blah 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 blah.